are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. My name is Colin Austin, and on the show, the very first guest co-host replacing Michael Dees, because I don't know where he is, <laughs> is... Hold on, hold on. Let me read this grand intro. Oh, is oh, my gosh. wing woman, dog and tarantula mama, the <laughs> woman who brings me back to earth and repaints very own chief <laughs> chief operating officer, <laughs> says COO, and uh, I totally messed it up. Allison Mutrino. Hey. Hi. Good morning. Um, what is hi. the woman who brings me back to earth? <laughs> Yesterday, you were like, oh, thanks for being like, what would I do without you? Like, I'd lose my head or something like that. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I'm your, I'm your, I'm your <laughs> hey, foil. Dude, well, thanks so much for replacing Mike today and for being here. I mean, that's, I feel like that's Are generally you excited? my job. <laughs> you guys, yeah, so, Allison, tell everybody a little bit about what you do and how long you've been working. How about with me? With you, because okay. Because that would make a little bit more sense because it's all over the place. <laughs> So, so give Starts. give the world a little bit of background. Um, so I worked, started working at New Scooters for Less with Colin at the old location four-ish years ago, I think, yeah, right around four years ago. Um, as a salesperson part-time, I was actually freelancing graphic design at the point at that point and uh, did not love my clients. <laughs> and so I started working with them part-time to help them out through August and then I couldn't leave. I had Colin and Mike and my husband who also works at New Scooters for Less. Hi Dante. Uh, all asking me, oh, so are you gonna stay now? <laughs> and you can't say no to them. Um, <laughs> and then about six months later, I uh, became the OMG at New Scooters for Less, the office management guru and kind of took on a bunch of hats there. And then I left for six months last year and Colin started another company and a podcast while I was gone. <laughs> Um, I went to go hike the Appalachian Trail and then ended up turning into a road trip up the East Coast, which was really cool. Um, but then I came back and I was at New Scooters for Less as OMG again. And Colin was like, so do you want to come to the other team? <laughs> I was like, 100% yes. So I started at Repaint in January. I had some things to finish out at New Scooters for Less the end of last year. Companies everywhere. You get a company. Yeah. You get a company. Everybody gets a company. Everybody gets a company. Yeah. So <laughs> Mike and I actually worked really close together. So I feel like I'm always his his backup. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're definitely like my other half in business. Yeah. Because definitely in from the organizational <laughs> standpoint, the processes standpoint. Yeah, I need a lot of help. <laughs> <laughs> Not that much. You just need the person who uh, fits your. You you have really great vision. I just need the person the who's going to run the company who and make I can the vision play all happen. Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, make the vision happen. Well, thanks so much for joining me on the show. Of course, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. Well, let me introduce to you our guests. You guys, we have Brandon and Lindsay Higgins, the creators and co-founders of Leg <laughs> Legacy <laughs> Events 911. <laughs> I'm just kidding, it's actually <laughs> Leg Legacy Events 119, not 911 as everybody else likes to think. Uh. A boutique, luxury, and crazy fun DJ company that serves Florida and Georgia. And you guys, I don't know how to tell you this, but Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay is a sprinkled donut in a world of plain bagels. 
I just want you guys to know that I right really now because this is going to be an interesting episode. <laughs> I mean, if we were recording everything in the last half hour as we were getting set up and get ready, I mean, wow. Wow. I mean, wow. I'm glad, I'm glad I and here. and um, Lindsay wanted to do the intro for the show this morning. Yes. Um, you know, she's actually not only, I mean, you know, we're doing these couples episodes this month, and we got husband and wife that work together, built this business, and and that's a lot of fun. We're going to talk about the challenges of working with Lindsay in a second. <laughs> it's a full time job. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to get into that. Um, but you guys, Lindsay's my number one fan. Like, she, I am. She's, I think she's the only person who has listened to every episode of the podcast. And, I'm loyal, and she she is loyal. And she listened, she's got the intro nailed, right? Is that what you told me? It's the intro? not exactly nailed, but okay. you know. So I mean, you, the practice round is we're, on point. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna let you do this. Are we okay. doing it this early in the game? Do you, you wanna wait? I wanna wait. You've set do you need tone, to drink more so coffee? So you've gotta start. Yeah, you need more coffee. What do you need? You need more coffee? I need, to, I need to warm up. I need to get in my conversation mode. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, but we'll bring but, it. All right. So, but I need to everybody wait. stay tuned because at the end of this, <laughs> at the end of this podcast, at the end of this podcast, Lindsay's going to do the intro, which makes a lot of freaking sense. And uh, and it'll uh, hold yeah. the listeners. Yeah, it, uh, we're going to hold the <laughs> listeners to the very end, and and we're going to go. So. And and then Brandon just might karaoke gin and juice. <laughs> we might. You, you never <laughs> know that, when it could just pop off. That is his song. Yes. That is the, that absolutely. Is the well, all right. Well, you guys, thanks for being here. Thanks, thanks for, for having thanks us. Thanks for yeah. me. Adjust, thanks for you know making me adjust my entire schedule to accommodate well, you guys and do this on a Friday morning. Well, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do for your number one fan, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's exactly. what I earned that. It's yeah. reverse loyalty. Status. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm actually I'm glad you did that because yeah. like. After you ask us to be on the podcast, like I really wanted to be on the podcast, and then you ask us, and I was like, oh, I don't know. This is kind of scary. And then I was like, okay, we need to do it. Yes. <laughs> we need to do it. Yeah. Well, I, it's my pleasure to accommodate your <laughs> high demanded schedule. Exactly. We greatly appreciate like, it. We do. Yes. Don't want to set the tone for everybody else out there that gets invited to be a guest. <laughs> I go and revolve the entire world around you guys. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, me. like it's funny because, um, you know, I met them for the first time for lunch. We just were like, yo, we need to, we need to know each other. Let's go, let's go grab lunch. And, and we grabbed lunch and, um, I mean, Lindsay was ready to drink in the middle of the day. I mean, <laughs> we went to a brewery. I knew we were it, was noon. it was It was noon. She's like, oh, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe those weren't the exact words, but I mean, it was, it was something like that. Um, but no, I knew instantly that we were going to be BFFs forever. Yes. I got a, I got a lot of BFFs, it's though. It's true. So I make BFFs with everybody. <laughs> hey, that's but, not a bad thing. But no, you know, it's. Uh, it was cool. It had a lot of a lot of energy. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be fun." I knew this was going to be fun, and I knew that I was going to be able to razz on you guys. And that's the truth. Like with a lot of guests, I don't, you know, I like to be very, very, very casual. Mm-hmm. And we've even talked about doing these episodes at night where I could have a glass of wine mm-hmm. and maybe a couple beers. And God, who knows what would happen if that were the case? <laughs> well, that's what scared me but, about going on the podcast. Is I was like, "We're just so raw." Like we're just so like who we are all the time. 
Which like, is, but that makes for the best podcast. That's what, that's what I'm trying to get communicated to everybody else. Is like that's what makes for a great show. So okay. be so everybody breathe in, breathe out, and everybody get, We're here. be ready to be raw, We're raw <laughs> AF on this episode. So okay, so you know, you know, you obviously we know, know format. our format because Sammy, you're my number one fan, and um, and so I always want to dive into like the origin stories and hear like how this baby came about. You know, because like, I hear, I know you do like eighteen different other things. Yeah. And, and so you have this full time business. So, but but tell us how this idea, everything came to okay, to, so to birth and ma- and make sure Brandon gets a chance. Well, to that's what I already exactly. told. Him. <laughs> yeah. I said on the way here, I said you're gonna go first. So what we're gonna do is he's going to tell his story then he's going to stop then I'm going to tell my story and then we're going to merge them okay like, does that yes. sound good uh, this sounds epic okay I'm, I'm excited to see how different the stories are going to be exactly <laughs> that's the best part of husband and wife because you never really know what the other's going to say right exactly yeah. okay so you go so originally I started out in high school with an apprenticeship program um, I wanted to be in the apprenticeship program they had set up at our school for electricians so it was basically set up to where you would go to school for half a day, work half a day, go to technical school half a day. The reason I wanted to do this is because they were paying $1.50, $2 more an hour than any fast food restaurant. So we were trying to make sure that I was making as much money as possible. I did that for 15 years and it got to the point that I'd worked my way up through the company. I was a supervisor, I was, yes. You didn't say what you did yet. What? You said technical, <laughs> you said an apprenticeship program, but not in what? Did I not say electrical? No. I heard electrical. Oh, you said electrical. See, I didn't it was hear somewhere. It. In this there. is what I'm talking about. <laughs> it is proof hey, Genesis, and we have can it on camera. Cup of coffee, <laughs> exactly. We have it on video. She does not listen to me. <laughs> okay. She does not listen. <laughs> I heard apprenticeship, no electrical. Okay. Keep going. Um, marriage issues. <laughs> marriage issues. Does not Taking listen. Taking notes over here. <laughs> Listening, listening. It's always been a struggle. Got it. Yes. Okay, keep going. Sorry. So I had worked my way up through the company. I was a supervisor. I ran a crew of guys. We did multi-million dollar jobs. And it had basically gotten to the point that I couldn't really grow anymore unless I went out on my own and started my own company. And I knew that I had another 30, 40 years left before I could actually do, you know, retire from this. And I was going to be stuck in that same spot the rest of my life. So I enjoyed doing karaoke. And that's kind of how the whole thing began. Uh, I bought a speaker, a right, microphone. Gin and juice, go right now. Yeah, can't do it. You want me? That's too many. Alexa, play gin and juice. <laughs> I'll tell you what oh, his oh, really. Oh, everybody on. on Amazon Music. <laughs> it's breaking. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Oh, this is the greatest. This is this a remix? Oh no, that's not. Yeah, yeah, you can't do yeah. the remix. Uh, Alexa picks what she wants. She's in charge. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. I'll tell you what it is. All right, Alexa, off. <laughs> All right, sorry. Sorry for the remix. That would have been happens. cool. If, it would yes. have, if I would have known it, it too, that would have been even yeah. better. But... All right, well, so, okay. yeah. So uh, what happened? I bought a microphone, <laughs> literally. I like how we just went right oh, yeah, Straight into it, all about business. Um, I bought a microphone, a speaker, and a mixer, and picked up some karaoke and thought I was gonna take over the world being the greatest karaoke DJ in the world. At the local Applebee's. At the local Applebee's. And that's really how it started. Um, I had a friend of mine, that they were photographers, it was a husband-wife team, and they're like, you know, there's plenty of money in weddings if 
you want to pick up a couple of weddings here and there. You know, we have couples that are looking for DJs all the time. You know, we can refer you stuff along the way. So that's kind of how it started. Um, they introduced me to another DJ in the local area that had a lot of overflow work. And he would slowly send me parties and weddings and anniversaries and little stuff like that until we could kind of get everything started. So that's kind of where she comes into the mix is I had basically started the company for about a year and a half before I actually met her. And then that's kind of where it all went to the bad place. <laughs> so <laughs> to the bad place. I think you kind of shorted your, your origin story a little bit, but. There's more, okay. I feel like, but whatever. Nancy's gonna be like, so Brandon was born. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like you did Still more, you were pretty humble about it, he, that's good. And when he was two. <laughs> <laughs> so me. Um, so my, I feel like it all really began with Lindsay's Pots way back in the day. So Lindsay's Pots? Lindsay's Pots. 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 Oh. Ceramic Pots. Okay. Ceramic pot. okay. When I was. Just checking. <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me if, if I would have known the money and the other, probably. But I, so basically, I got these ceramic pots. Well, my mom bought them. And I started painting them when I was eight, nine years old. And then I was like, okay, I think I can sell these to people. So I got on the computer we had at home and I made a order form. And I even had like the perforated, like I put the dot, dot, dot so that you could like cut off a receipt because I thought that made you legit. Yeah. Um, so I did, that was my real first go at being an entrepreneur. And my family bought them like crazy, think, thankfully. And there's a few of those still around I should have brought. But did one. other people buy them besides your family? I, call, I no. conned a few people. I think a teacher did. Yeah. And, and so this is the best part. Her mom originally bought them, she painted them, and her mom bought them again. So that, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of love. You know, I mean, that's Parents entrepreneurship at its finest. Exactly. It was. So that's where it really all began. Then, when I was about 11, I fell in love with the show ER, because they used to run reruns on TNT all the time, and I would watch them. Well, as I was watching those episodes, I decided I wanted to be Abby Lockhart. So if anybody watched ER back in the day, I just thought she was... Had, you, had a great intro song. Yeah, um, yeah, it right? did. Oh, yeah. It did. So I was I didn't like, watch you know it. what? I just remember the intro? Yeah, exactly. I, I never watched it until we got married. Okay. She forced me to watch every watch every, every episode, every season, everything. It, yeah. As you do when you get married. Yeah, yes, it's absolutely. a great show. So it inspired me, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be an ER nurse. This is what I'm going to do. So is it like TV? Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in some ways, it really is. Okay. Yeah. ER, not like Grey's Anatomy and all those other. Those are very dramatic. But that TV show was pretty authentic. Yeah. Okay. Um, so basically, from that point forward, I started making my life where I was going to go to nursing school. And I did. I actually, be, I was impatient, shocker. And the, <laughs> I applied for the LPN program at Florida Gateway College. Whoop, whoop. I don't know what that um, is. It's in Lake City. What's LPN? LPN, licensed practical nurse. Okay. So basically you can do a lot of the same things a nurse can except a few things and you're way underpaid. Um, so you have that and then you can progress to being an RN. So I was an LPN first because the program for LPN started before RN and I didn't want to wait to apply, which in hindsight was a terrible idea. But um, so I was an LPN first. I worked in pediatric outpatient for a long time. Then I became an RN and I went into the hospital, into the ER. 
And yeah, so what years? Did so all this I was actually in LPN. I started that in 2006. I was 18. So pretty much for my whole life, I've been a nurse. And then I really liked my pediatric outpatient job. So I did that for eight years. And then I went back to school because I wanted to actually go into the ER and I finished my RN. And that was in 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I've been in the hospital ever since. So this all happened. Like working or? In or the, like <laughs> working. <laughs> it's time on, time off. They just straight off. Yes. Yes, working. Again, just making sure. Exactly. No, you need to ask I these gotta questions. I got to clarify the details. Absolutely. For the audience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so in the midst of all of this, I meet him in 2012. Yes. Yes. 2012, I had a friend. She was going up to Albany, Georgia, because he didn't mention that. He's from Georgia. Yes, I'm from Georgia. <laughs> well, forgive um, me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're in yeah. Georgia. He's well, not everyone can be hard. perfect and from God's country. It's okay. <laughs> so a friend of mine said, hey, I'm going up to Georgia this weekend to see my sister. Do you want to go with me? And I was like, eh, sure, whatever. Well, when we oh, get- Oh, are you guys just friends? Like, oh, I'm confused. Okay. When did you guys meet? That's what I'm doing. Uh, this is it. That's yeah, a, this is the story. No, I'm with a friend. Oh, with a different. I'm with okay, a girl. Right. I yeah, thought my, he a friend. was asking you. Okay. No, and she says to me, "I'm going up to Georgia to see my sister." Got it. Do you okay. want to come with me? And I said, "Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't have anything going on." So we're on the way there. This is real. And I said to her, "I was like, so what should I expect? Like, I don't know any of these people." And she's like. Oh, everything, everything's good. Um, Brandon's going to be there. He's probably going to try to hit on you. Just ignore him. <laughs> Point blank. She shot me down before I even had a chance. But that shows you the soldier that I am. So I was like, all right, fine. Also, the friend, it was your friend? Yes. Now, the relation of the friend to you? She knew she him was since my friend. childhood. Exactly. Okay. I'd known her my whole life. I knew her longer than she did. Oh, man. And she shot me down that quick. Okay. Like she so your like, friend is already throwing absolutely. you under the yeah, bus. No loyalty. Exactly. No loyalty. Oh Dude, I mean, what is terrible. I know. So coming into the game, Let's I was already... Let's get this friend on the phone. So we get there. This podcast is going to go in a weird <laughs> So we get there and he's there. And actually he was there because he was doing electrical work. Mm-hmm. They had a new pool house. He was wiring it. So I, I like working class, man. So I was like, huh, kind of like that so the so I, I ignored him though and then like a little bit later he started you know talking to me and I kind of ignored what she had to say and we went from there well so I said to him so I was you like, ignored your friend yes okay so I said so what do you do I mean I see you're doing electrical work he's like yeah I'm an electrician and I was like oh okay good and he said but I also have a DJ company and you're like, and I, oh boy, yeah, now, now you got my attention. Absolutely. No, the look like, on her face was, you might be the biggest loser I have ever met. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I like looked at him and I was like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> oh. I said, I said, let's just talk about the electrical thing. Exactly. You know, because I was yes. like, that's an upstanding job. Like this DJ thing, ooh, you might, you know, <laughs> let's not talk about that. So... <laughs> We never talked about the DJ thing, really, mm-hmm. after that. I'm um, just telling everybody right now, this is why we do the podcast in video, so you can see the expressions on people's faces. <laughs> because Lindsay's, ooh, is like, why you want to go watch the podcast on video. <laughs> oh, okay. So, then, fast forward, like, three months, three, four months, and we're dating at this point. 
and I'm living in Florida. Oh, how do you like? No, no, we're going too fast. I know. I didn't want to bore people. This is an entrepreneurial podcast, but now I'm interested. Okay. So listen, like. Let let me control okay. this this <laughs> the flow of this thing because you can't get the, all the listeners excited about where the story is going. And, oh, and then twelve years later, like, you know, whatever. Like no. So, so how he, did you, you guys want get the details? To, well, yeah, like started dating. Like, okay, so here's what happened that same weekend. Because after you're like, oh, a DJ. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. This is not happening. Yes. To how all of a sudden it happened. So I redeemed like, myself the next night. Yes. Okay. Because okay. this was okay. like a three week three day adventure. Okay. So the next night, everybody is at our friend's house, and he brings out his karaoke equipment. (laughs) Okay. And again, I'm like, you know, I have hopes for this guy, and he's a karaoke freak. Like, this is not good. So I'm... And then he laid down gin and juice, and it was all over. So here's what happens. So I'm in the kitchen, he's in the living room, and there's a wall you can't see, and I'm not... And the next thing I know, now I know this is controversial now because there's a lot of controversy around the song, but um, I hear the intro of R. Kelly's Bump and Grind as if R. Kelly is in the next room. No. I'm talking. (laughs) He's like, yes. I'm talking like R. Kelly is in the house. And I stop and I'm like, they were singing karaoke. Did they just like switch over to the regular track? And I round the corner, and he's on the microphone. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> it was done. Right then, it I was get official. It now. And this, I was this like, this is the man I'm oh, going to marry. Yeah, because I'm into music, obviously. And I was like, wow, he has like soul. So that sparked my interest. The, the rest of the weekend kind of went along. And then the next Friday night, I was in Florida, he's in Georgia. And I'm bored at home, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna text him because he had sent me a message like four days before that, and I had ignored. Oh, so you it. really made the first move on this? Kind of, sort of. Well, yeah. she ignored me originally. He, he messaged me, but I yeah. ignored him. So I was, but then I was bored on Friday and needed somebody to talk to. So I was like, right. you know, let me just text him back. I've so, always been her plus one all the way from no, the beginning. No. So I texted him back, and then we ended up talking for like five hours. No, because you try to keep texting me, and I said, I don't do this text thing. Just call me. So yes. that's how that started. Well, how old are you? Me. You don't do the text thing? I do. I do it now. Right. But that, you know, this was still like 2012. Yeah. What kind of phone yeah, did but you not have? For like a long I had just gotten my first real iPhone. Okay. I had just like, come off the flip phone. Like 3GS much. or something? Yeah. It was. It was early days, but okay. I had just gotten it. Okay. So I said, call me. So then basically from there, like a month and a half later, he had a like an event, like an awards banquet up in Atlanta and for his job. And he said, hey, you know, you want to come? You want to come up? So that was kind of basically when we first like yeah. started I officially dating. introduced her to other people than just the immediate friends that knew her. So my coworkers, my friends, people I actually hang out with got a chance to meet her. So then fast forward, this is where it gets to the DJ thing. So then fast forward like two or three months after that. And I'm like, okay, this weekend I can come up and see you in Georgia. Like, and he says, okay, well you can come, but I have a wedding to DJ this weekend. And so if, if I'm gonna, if you're coming, you're gonna have to go with me. 
And I said, okay, I'll come, that's fine. So I get there and I'm like, wow, this is kind of legit. Like this isn't backyard barbecue, you know, this is a- This isn't this a is kid's a, party. Yes, this is, like, this yes. is a so, real event. How long had you been doing it by that time? Probably two years. Okay. So, so you were like, I mean, you were well I was slowly working myself, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And go ahead. I was like, and that was one of the cool things about her coming along. She has such a business mind. She made sure that she critiqued me from day one. It's like, oh, <laughs> you did sure a great job, <laughs> but yeah, this was terrible. This was terrible. <laughs> We're gonna have to work on this. And so it kind of built from there, and I was like, okay, so I guess she's she got to stick wait around for the six month no, review to come around. Absolutely this is not. A very, she is all in I mean, at hey, all times. You and I have that in common, <laughs> absolutely. Because I There's don't no wait to get feedback. I very much give feedback in the present moment. Yes. Hey, this is all right. This isn't working. Yes, but no pats on the back. No, not really. It I give more, like, more now. Now, yes, it was more now. Like, yes. You were, you're terrible at this. He's earned yes. better. Cred. Yes, yes, okay. Yes. Yeah. It's better. You know. It's much cool. better. So basically, this is fascinating. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. So I was like, okay, I see something here. There's something to this thing. Maybe he's not a loser. <laughs> you know, like maybe we can make this work. So fast forward, like two. Hold four. on, I want to like real quick. Yes. Real quick. I mean. I want to give you some credit because she was at least driving all the way up there. Exactly. Yeah, I was. You couldn't have thought he was a complete loser if you're yes. like driving from Florida all the way to Georgia. Well, I'm good at seeing potential. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure we bring all the credit back to Lindsay. Exactly. Okay. You've met Lindsay before. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There was lots of potential there. All right. So just, I was like, okay. And again, you know, I'm kind of into the like hard working guy thing and he fit that and I was like, okay, I, I can do something with this. So <laughs> so then like four months later, I tell him, I call him up and I'm like, hey, so I took a job in Macon. I'm gonna be moving there. I didn't, I didn't discuss this with him in advance, <laughs> nothing. Literally, she already had the interview, stay. was lining up a place to stay, the whole yeah. thing. And you could tell on of. the phone, he's like, oh, okay. You know, like, <laughs> all right. And Were you in Macon at that time? I so was. Like, yes. Okay, so, so like same city. Yes. To, oh gosh. Okay. And I mean, at the time, he's like thirty years old. He, you know, he's like been single a lot of years. He's not been in this like serious relationship. And I'm just like, okay, so I'm going to move there. Yeah. yeah. We've known each other six months. I'm yeah. moving to Macon. <laughs> so coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fast forward from there, and we ended up getting married. What? Five months after that, mm-hmm. yeah. So we got ma- so from the time we met to the time we got married was under a year. Yeah, under a year. eleven. Yeah, like eleven months. Yeah. So you were really impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were really impressed. I was. I was. So it has to makes me feel better that there was some kind of potential there, or she wouldn't have stuck around. Yeah. You know. I did. So maybe I wasn't quite the loser that she no, thought. You were amazing. <laughs> See, that's you what I like to hear. Amazing, I appreciate that. You yeah. are. You're a likable yeah. guy. Thanks. I still like you. Yeah. So. We so we get married. So you step in, take over the business. Well, okay, that's, so that's where I'm pretty at. much how it works. Yeah. So we get married, and I'm like, okay, I'm locked in. We're we're here now. So let's do something. So basically, he had been working with another company, like he had mentioned. He had you know been taking some of the overflow work and collaborating with another company. 
And You're I was like, screw this. <laughs> I mean, essentially, okay. So basically, that's what happened. We had built a name for ourselves through the industry, and people were starting to refer work to us individually because we'd already had our own business started with the karaoke style. So we were doing karaoke and other things. So it kind of overflowed into where we had more work than we could handle, and it just yeah. kind of got to that point. So basically, we're sitting in our upstairs bonus room, I remember, and I'm like, okay, so this upcoming wedding is gonna be your last wedding with the other company. Like That's it. From this point forward, it is us. Who made this decision? Was it? <laughs> I was about to say, I think we, I think say we it know to the mic. <laughs> if Lindsay's decided. <laughs> so he was not for it, really. Lindsay, he was a little me, hesitant. Let, let me explain how this whole marriage thing works. <laughs> so it's really kind of a group But you know what I think is so funny? discussion People and think? decision. Like you, communicate with each other yes. to come up with that. The funny thing with our relationship though, he is the ultimate decision maker. All right. Like he stays pretty yeah. in the background. So like, I'm gonna let Lindsay think exactly. she's making the decision He's here. the type yes. that like, he'll let me do my thing, let me do my thing, and then he's like, no. And like when he says no, I'm like, oh goodness. Like he's pretty. <laughs> so you're level four decision maker. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like he lets get John away with a lot. Decision yeah. making. Yes. This is, you are level four. <laughs> you're like level three group yes. management yes. decision, yes. level three. Like, yes. But CEO but he's final. says, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Because yeah. normally she thinks things through before she gets to level one. So it's already had a thought process to where she thinks this is going to be a good idea. I'll think it out. And I'm like, okay, it's great. Rock on. And then when you get to three, four, like you said, sometimes it's, eh, we're done right Usually, now. Usually, I know that if he's telling me no, because he's pretty good about letting me do my thing, that it's pretty serious. That trust You know, that he's him. like, okay, no, you've gone too far. And I know I go too far a lot, so I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys stop. are so self-aware. I love no. <laughs> I'm like, please stop. Okay, good. So where was I? Oh, so making yeah. starting our company. Yeah, so right. I said um, I was like, we're gonna do this on our own, and he was nervous about it. He's like, you know, I don't know. That's that's a lot. You know. Well, and the other thing was, is I'd built a really good relationship with this other company, this other DJ. So it was one of those things that it's a friend. You also don't want to completely make him feel like you're becoming the competition, even though we had been working against each other for a few years. This was like that final draw of, we're going one way, you're going one way, and it was a big move for somebody that I've been friends with for a few years. Yeah, so that was really when it became, this is what we're gonna do. Um, And in that first year, we had really good success. Like, it took off, it was kind of basically like, we're gonna do this, we went after it. That's because you kind of already had like, a client base, or at least a referral base. Exactly. Yes, definitely. People yeah. knew who he was, yeah. and he was already known in the community from other things. So, you know, it it just kind of took off from yeah. there. Um, so then the first year was trial and error. I mean, you know, we just kind of made it up as we mm-hmm. went. You know, and then you know, as you do more, I mean, you can speak on this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the more you do the better you get at what you do, and then the product becomes something that you notice other people aren't providing. And that's how you kind of separate yourself to a different level than the people that are around you. And that was one of the things that we didn't really realize that we were offering things that other people didn't offer until we 
saw a few other people in action. And, or people told us. Or people told us, you know, well, they don't do this or they don't do that. And, you know, they don't take as much. What, comparing, comparing your services, our services to, to other services? services. In that the they industry. had worked with Okay, prior. so what were yeah. some of those differences? Because, I mean, that's huge in business, right? The, it is. Like that differentiator, like what makes you different? Well, I mean, with me being a supervisor and, you know, running crews of people, you have to have people skills. So that's one of the things that we take very much pride in and what we do is we want to make sure that from the beginning of your planning experience to the end, we give a lot of face time. We want to make sure that if you want to set up a meeting, we're going to set up three or four meetings through the process. We want to make sure that we're not just showing up the day of, hey, I'm your DJ, this is what you're going to get, and everybody go home. We want to make sure that it's an experience from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And that was things that people weren't doing. You know, They would maybe have one initial meeting, and after that, it was all about them. They didn't care what the bride and groom wanted. They wanted you know, their major songs that they needed for their first dance or parent dances. But the differences was we took a lot of time investing in our clients, and we still have clients today that we still go to dinner with. Or mm-hmm. when they have babies, we'll give baby gifts. Or we still have those relationships that we've built over eight years of doing this. We developed a really personal relationship um, early on with all of our clients. And honestly, I think the thing that really set us up, sets us apart still, as you can tell, we're just very authentic. Like, we're not trying to sell anybody, really. We're, we, we don't really pitch people. We're just kind of like, this is what we do. This is the service that we provide. We're going to give it everything that we have. And if you feel like we're a good fit for you, Cool. How do you feel? Yeah. You know, we're here for you. And the other thing that was really great is I had a female wingman. Yes, that did help. That made a big difference because all DJs are creepy, weird people. Yeah. So when you have a female <laughs> that they can relate to or that they can talk to, it makes them feel more comfortable. It yeah, is, feel like, I mean, is it because of the bride? Like, I mean, the bridal thing. So the brides are making the decisions. Usually, the the or the mothers. The yeah. so bride's meeting with you. It's mm-hmm. a little less exactly. comfortable than bride meeting with her. Yes. Well, we would do it together. Yeah. So then, basically, what you're getting right now, this little show of the two of us, that's what they got. Yes. And so I, mean, I would hand you guys fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> right now. Okay. I mean, let's just we be would honest. just like go in and start talking to people, and then bef- you know, and then in the midst of the conversation talk about what we could offer and what we were going to do at their wedding and it seemed to work yeah and I mean it was literally all trial and error from the beginning can you do this absolutely you go home and google it I have no we basically startup life that is so true it is you, you've heard of these things or you've seen them but you don't know how to do it but thanks to Google, you do. And, and if you believe first, in yourself abso- enough, as long as you can sell it to them you can figure it out behind the scenes and then we did it so whenever we said we were going to do it, I mean, we do you, did it. Like, what's a, like, can you give me an example of like a, a of request that? like that? Okay, yeah, so I know a big one. So we had this lady call us, and she says to me, so we used to do a lot of, um, back in the beginning, we did a lot of like video montages for people's weddings. We don't do a lot of that now, um, only like by special requests because it's very time consuming. Um, But back in the beginning, we wanted all the business we could get. So I was like, yeah, sure. So I get this call from this lady and she's like, I was told that you could do a video for my daughter's wedding. Um, And it's Saturday. Now this was Tuesday night. I'm talking to her on the phone. I'm sitting in bed at 11 o'clock at night. And she says, my daughter's wedding is Saturday. I need it for the rehearsal dinner on Friday. 
And she goes, I want it to certain songs. I want it to fade here. I want it to fade all. She was very specific as to how she wanted this thing to be. And she goes, oh, and by the way, um, the groom is a, is a Major League Baseball player. Like, this is a huge wedding. And I'm like, okay. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I can do, do this. You know who I am? Yeah. Exactly. I am Lindsay Higgins. I got this. I, I can do this. So I get off the phone and he's sitting next to me and I was like, I have no idea what to do, but I'm going to figure it out. I literally worked on that project from that moment for three days straight up until, because she wanted it on Thursday. So I, yeah, like well into Thursday, I got it to her and it was all, I still think it's one of the best ones I ever did. And I have since had that same family contact us for two other two more events, um, but that was one of the scarier moments for me because I really had now, no was idea. It, what, what did you charge for that? Like, what was, was nothing? Your time? Hardly, yeah. Because I didn't want to set up my, you know, I didn't want to charge a whole lot of money and then it not be any good. Even though I didn't feel like it wasn't going to be any good because I'm one of those people. You're going to try to over deliver. Yeah, failure is not really an option for me. Like, I am going to beat myself to death if I fail at something. So that's, like, one of my biggest fears in life. So I had a pretty good handle that I was going to be able to accomplish it, but that was a scary moment. So for the next two days, every waking moment, we actually met the mother, picked the pictures up, and had to scan Every no. picture. Yes. Oh, no. Put them in. We strategically them. put them in order. And so literally every waking moment that we were not at work or sleeping, even at work, we were scanning pictures yeah. or she was scanning pictures or had people that we were trying to get to scan pictures because it was such a short deadline to make it happen. And it ended up coming out great. Yeah. And, and so you, I mean, I'm kind of going off this conversation here. I'm guessing that you probably didn't make any money on no. that, on that particular Not when you request. consider my time. But you did get, you have the yes. relationship, you've had two more yes. opportunities with them yes. since. So that's pretty cool. So that was exactly. that was one of those moments that was totally, but yeah, I mean, in the beginning, we just kind of, we gained the experience. We had people that believed in us, that hired us, and we delivered, and it just went from there. So tell me a little bit about how you guys kind of labeled yourself. I don't know, maybe you did it, maybe customers did, I don't know where this came from, but you know, being that boutique luxury So level. it was a combination. Because, I mean, I just feel like, you know, I look at the area, I mean, even Georgia, like, no offense to Florida and Georgia or anything, mm-hmm. but like, I know what I got married for, and mm-hmm. I know what my budget was, mm-hmm. and it was nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how did you guys decide, all right, well, we're that's not our client. Screw Colin, (laughs) that's not who, we're not gonna help a guy like that out. What we're going to do is go after these bigger events, bigger weddings, and do this for professional baseball players. So basically, I just decided that. It's really, I was like, it's kind of one of those things. I Okay, so I'm one of those people that I look at a price list, and I'm like, the most expensive one must be the best. 
Mm. Okay, I know that that's wrong, but thankfully there are people out there like that. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> basically, so I was like, you know what? Let's just hope none of them listen to this podcast. <laughs> exactly. It's like, Our mortgage was paid this month, thanks to you. Yeah, so basically I was like, like I think Six months we, after the podcast airs, Lindsay's gonna be like, Colin, remember that episode? Of the podcast? I need that, that to take yeah. that down. <laughs> so basically I was like, I think if we price ourselves into this point, we're gonna start getting these clients, and then once we get those clients, and deliver, we can market from here on. Because honestly, yeah. with our business, everything's word of mouth for the most part. Yes. So once you start working with florists and caterers and photographers that are at a certain level, they refer you to those clients that are at that level. Right. right. And so if you're working at that level and you're a lower priced company, they don't think you're any good because they don't, they're don't. they expecting yes. these higher prices from other vendors, so they think that you need to be charging So more. if you price yourself at a lower rate, then they're like, oh, they must be, you know, mm. you're judged on that. So I was like- Your perception the is option. a funny thing. <laughs> it is. It is. It is, because that is that is a lesson in perception right there. Yes. So basically I was like, okay, let's go. We didn't like go for the gusto, you mm-hmm. know, like we were within reason, but I was like, let's be in this market range where all of these people are that we want to work with, mm-hmm. florists and photographers, and see if it takes. Now, the one thing that I want, is I don't want to discredit yeah. anything, but you guys like are a luxury DJ service. Yes. I mean, I've seen the video, I've seen like, what you guys do, the, the the equipment that you have, like I definitely don't want it to sound like yeah. you are you're like we're overcharging we're people. Yeah. Like no no no, 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 no. Like the the service that you guys get for what you're providing is is top notch. Well, so thank you. I yeah. just but I just We kinda undersell ourselves. Cause you know Right, right. But like I just think it's I think it's interesting. I just, I just find it interesting of like the that thought process of like, okay, we're gonna put ourselves in this category and we're gonna I mean I, I look at that the same way with with what we're doing in the media stuff. Like there's plenty of clients have come across and I'm just like, you know, like I, I'm happy to give you advice, give mm-hmm. you guidance, tell you what you should do, but like you're not the right client for us. Mm-hmm. Like most of our clients start here, mm-hmm. right? And um, and that's that's real. And I think actually kind of being back, going back to authenticity, people respect that. They're yeah. like, oh, that's cool. And then and then they build themselves up to that point, and then like, okay, well now I am going to hire that company, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then I think the other thing that happens is once you take on clients at that level you find that it takes a lot of your time. Like the hours, a lot of people are under the perception that a DJ shows up, works for four hours, plays some music, and they're out. And that is not the reality for us. I mean, we are putting in hours ahead of time on these clients, preparing, you know, collaborating with their planners, collaborating with them, making sure every single step is perfect leading up into this to this wedding and then he has to carry it out and I that's I could never do that. Like he has to deliver what they their dream, like what they have envisioned, he actually has to carry it out and that takes so much time and preparation. And I think that's what separates you from a leg, a luxury company to just the average DJs because like uh, yesterday we drove and met with clients in Jacksonville. I'm going to probably meet with them two or three times and that's a hour and a half, two hour trip, one way, every time we go. Then you're gonna sit down, you have to make sure that you set up a time with the planner or the coordinator to make sure that the event flows like it's supposed to. Even though they're responsible for uh, making sure that it flows the way it needs to, building a timeline, we're responsible for carrying it out. Mm -hmm. So we need to know in depth 
every detail that's going to be a part of that day. If we're doing cake cutting or if we're going to do toast, we need to make sure that there's glasses of champagne that are actually poured before, okay, it's 545, we need to make an announcement. You don't just make the announcement without making sure everyone's involved and every person is in place to make that happen. And the peop- the vendors you work with pay attention to that as well because if you have a DJ that's just going off the hip and they're looking at a timeline saying, okay, 545, we're doing this, and they announce it, and then they haven't checked with the other vendors, you can essentially make the other companies look bad, and they don't appreciate that. You know, So you want to make sure you're collaborating with them and working as a team, and these are all things that brides have to be educated on um because they just kind of think weddings happen you know that everybody just know it's just going to flow and there's so many intricate details that have to happen behind the scenes no matter how much you prepare in advance so what are you guys doing to educate those brides i mean that's going to get exhausting because yeah. i mean that i mean most brides are getting married for the first time absolutely yeah <laughs> I mean, you know it's right. like and so uh, thankfully the wedding industry has evolved so much and a lot a lot of the brides that we deal with they hire planners from the very beginning that start educating them on that you know they they have enough experience to know um and then you know we try to we try to educate them through social media through blogging um what else do we do we, i actually had a call from a, a potential client tuesday and that was one of the things she told us. She said, I found you online. I found, because recently we've been putting out um, top 15 songs for ceremonies or first dances, parents, not the mainstream stuff that everybody plays. Yeah. So it's stuff that we did research going in and coming up with songs that most people don't use. And we've been putting them out in blog posts. That's brilliant. And that's what she told us. She said, we found you on social media because I was looking for songs for a first dance. You popped up and you were local. So we gave you a call. That's mm-hmm. so smart. It is. Love it. So it's things like that. I don't know. I don't. I feel like we could do better with our education. I don't think we take enough time um, to do that as much. But that is the big thing that is a misconception with DJ companies. People do not understand how much time and the money. Like when you go back to like our equipment. I mean, you know what you have to invest to bring the best sound, the best lighting. And it's an ever-evolving thing. It's like just as soon as you spent all the money on the latest thing, you know, to make sure you're bringing your clients the very best, there's something new, you know, so. I mean, even just something as simple as a microphone, every two years you need to upgrade because technology's changed that much. Frequencies have changed so much. You're losing bandwidth to where you can't get on these frequencies anymore, so now you have to change to a different frequency. So there's so much technology that changes so regular that you have to stay on top of the game to be relevant and to be able to put on production-type weddings like we do. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me a little bit, like, you don't have to, but like what's a standard weddings budget size for us or like or what, you mean a, a range? whole wedding like yeah like, like, like a, a bride who is going to hire your services so for us they typically start with a range of x to you know. so our range is anywhere between 1500 to 4000 depending on what like for your service for our, our service. service for your service for the but wedding about like, the whole budget it varies so much because people just have different Budgets. I mean, it can be anywhere from thirty to forty thousand to two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand plus. It just depends on who you're dealing with, um, and what they value. Average fifty-five to sixty. Yeah, fifty-five to sixty is going to be your average. It's going to be an average wedding. Now, 
and every year that's going up. Yeah. And what's crazy is the guest counts are going down. Yes. So what they're doing is they're spending more money on vendors, but having a more tight knit group of friends and family that are actually at these weddings. So before, you know, you've got the 300 guests and you're just doing it at somebody's house or whatever. Now it's more high end, more boutique venues. It's an experience for exactly. the guests. Everything from the food choices for cocktail hour all the way through the evening, even for like late night snacks, everything is a process building up to that whole experience. And so I, are you guys framing this up in your mind about like how you're going to scale it or mm-hmm. or is that even something you want to do? Like maybe maybe I, you don't, maybe you're just super happy with, with where it's at. I but don't like, really want to scale it. Brandon, he has toyed with wanting to scale it a lot more than I do. Well, this doesn't surprise me. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So you can speak on that. So we actually have another DJ that works for us. Um, He's actually been with us for four years. So on average, he does about 20 weddings a year. So, I mean, we do, we are somewhat scaling it, but it gets to the point that you still want to make sure that the quality is there in every event. And when a lot of these other companies that have multi-ops or multiple DJs, the quality level goes down once you hit the third and fourth and fifth tier because they're not paying as much attention to them because they're only focusing on those first big weddings that they're trying to book. And then you might not get the same quality all the way through. So it's a full-time job trying to make sure that you keep that quality, the same customer relationship. You know, when we bring someone on, we can't guarantee that they're going to have the same loyalty to our clients that we do. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that they're sending emails out to them, touching up, touching base with them every couple months, to leading through the process to make sure they feel that love from the company that we're there for them. And it's such a personalized service that it's just hard to replicate. You have to be very dedicated to the client. We sacrifice so much of our time really nurturing and loving on these people that it's hard to find someone who's willing to give that up. I mean, when you look at our life, we we might have four weekends a year that we're off. So you're really sacrificing a lot of your life to be in this business. And it's hard to find people that are willing to do that. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, so, sometimes but, we don't like. I mean, it. could you? Could you? Here's me just going to tell you guys how to run your business. No, go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, could you? You know, hire more DJs who are basically at the price point you're at now, like mm-hmm. in that. You know, say if you had I know where you're going four thousand yeah. four thousand dollars for uh, another DJ through your through your mm-hmm. company, right? But if I want Brandon, like. And if I want Lindsay, I want you guys coming out for my right event, then it's 10 grand. It is something that down the road could be. It's just, I don't know. I just don't think we've pushed ourselves there yet. Yeah. And we... Well, damn it, Lindsay. We're it's a, kind let's of go. A, I know. No, I'm just kidding. Well, it's getting to the point that we still split a lot of our time between Georgia and the Florida markets. Yeah. So we're on the road a lot. So there's a lot involved with taking care of the clients we have at the moment. So it's been a slow progression, but we've definitely scaled every year since yes. we started the business. So it's one of those that it's slowly getting to where now we're getting comfortable with the changes of driving to Georgia one weekend, being in Florida the next weekend. Or, or in the same weekend. Uh, yeah, in the same weekend. We've had events on a Friday in Jacksonville, Georgia on a Saturday, Sunday back in Gainesville. Yeah. Dang. And just constantly keeping on the move. So mentally, it's exhausting and physically exhausting to try to keep up with that schedule sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I think we're just waiting for our next kick, you know, where we're like, yeah, let's go do this. But right now, we're just kind of 
Is it like a kick in like the... Yeah. Like, we're <laughs> hoping not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's coming soon. Uh, we're, no. We like our dogs. You want to make an announcement right <laughs> here? No, no, no. no. We, we like our Guys, dogs. Lindsay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think the world could handle it. I don't I, Or we couldn't handle it. Yeah. No. Taking care of that spawn. Well, you just yes. said a kick. I'm like, oh, okay. No. So, Allison, you have any questions? Ah. Uh, <laughs> totally just put me on the spot there. Yeah. How do you guys manage to spend time to like do you when you guys are working together, mm-hmm. do you feel like you're spending time together or do you guys still need some like Ooh, outside time? Yeah, so no. We have very strict rules about weddings and being together. Yes. yes. So I don't feel like a wedding is spending time together. If anything is more stress. Yes, because yeah. it's very stressful. Like when I look at being at a wedding and being a part of a wedding versus like my other job as a nurse. Weddings are harder. Yeah. I know that that sounds kind of crazy, but the stress of a wedding is harder. And being that he is the one that's in charge of delivering it, and I judge him all the time. And she's a control freak and has to have her hands on everything. Yes. When she's not in control, she loses so her So I like sit there and I see everything that's going on. I'm surprised you had the mic Me then. too. I, mean, I agree. <laughs> How are you not on the microphone yet? No, I can't stay. Oh, no. It all goes back to the R. No. Kelly voice. Exactly. Yes, it does. He gets in the mic because he has right. the R. Kelly yes. voice. Yes. It's so all, I'm just like, it's very stressful for us because we're, I'm critiquing everything and seeing everything that's going on. When we first started together doing weddings, she would stand beside me when I would do introductions or we would do parent dances or whatever would fall into line next. And as I'm doing introductions, she'd nudge me and she'd be like, you did that wrong. You said their name wrong. I was like, thank you. I have seven more names to go, but thanks for letting me know in the middle of the highest, most stressful part of this entire part that I'm screwing up. I appreciate it. So now if she comes to weddings, she stands outside. So she'll go outside of the entire venue out of line of sight while I do intros, first dances, parent dance, everything that is a major formality. She is away from me to where we can't see each other. And even people that we work with a lot, vendor wise, they know. Like if they see me out Outside, they're like, oh, you're in jail. Like you're not, you're not allowed to be inside. And I'm like, no, I can't do it. It's just can't. Yes. So yeah, we don't really consider that time together. Um, the good thing I can understand why. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yes. it makes a lot more yes. sense why. It makes a lot of sense. So it does work really well for us with her being a nurse because she does her 12-hour shifts. So normal people hang out on the weekends. We may take a random Tuesday or Wednesday, yeah. go out on a boat, you know, hit a spring up, just hang out and actually have us time. So it. It works, but it's different. You know, it's it's not the I'm traditional. You want that after she just like rips you a new yeah. one in the middle of the wedding. I like abuse. You have to have a tough skin. He does. Yes, right? yes. Okay. Uh, he does. He's a pretty strong soul. Yes. He really is. Yeah. But yeah, so no, we work can be stressful when we work mm-hmm. together. But I feel like we work together very well. We do. As far as the business is concerned, we both bring a lot of strong. We have points. different strengths. Exactly. You know, that's super common. That's been common in all the episodes. Like the the husband and wife, they very much play completely different roles. Yeah. Absolutely. Because if we didn't work well together, it, there's no way we could have made it this long. Yeah. In, in, <laughs> like in the business. Or personally. Or yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if we didn't work well together, it just wouldn't work. Yes. <laughs> you know, and we do. We we kind of know each other's boundaries. He knows how far he can push me. I know how far I can push him, and it works. I mean, like we still really like each other. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a win. All right, so what are, the, what are the biggest challenges with working with each other? Like, what's the... 
Let, let's talk, let's let's go through some of this feedback right here yeah. like on the podcast. What would you say? What's what's one so, thing? Yeah, let's start with Lindsay. Like she she deserves earlier. it. Like what's what's yeah. the one thing? Actually, what are the 15, 25 things exactly. Lindsay could oh, yes. work on? Well, like she was saying earlier, failure is not a oh, yeah, is thing for her. I mean, it's not even in her brain. It's not an option. And that's what I try to tell her. Sometimes you're the only person that notice if one little thing wasn't done exactly right. Sometimes and you're gonna mess up a name too. Exactly. I, know. <laughs> I mean when you're standing up sensitive about that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's a lot of pressure. I mean, she interrupted him right in the middle of it. Um, I mean, come on. Right? I mean, this is terrible. It's uh, I wish we had video footage of those moments. Oh, just the facial expressions I mean, that we had. This is why people should vlog. It is. Yes, I mean, I agree. Literally why. Yes. It is. I would say my, the biggest challenge, yeah. For me as a person oh, and for well, him. Not to you, yeah. Well though, this is uh, about oh, oh, what about he's you. saying. Okay. Is I'm my level of pressure that I put on myself and on him is unhealthy. So it, I mean, it's not fun to be the person that puts that much pressure on yourself or to be with the person that does that. So I do think that is a challenge. Yeah. Do you agree? I agree. Yeah. And I mean, it's one of the biggest things that kind of sets the tone. Honestly, it's what has helped us get to where we are. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you've got to realize that, like you're saying, authenticity is something that people accept. And you know, just because something doesn't go exactly right, there Our are- Our weddings go very well. They do. Okay. Yes. Our, our weddings are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is, you know, sometimes stressing over little things creates more drama than what it's worth. Mm -hmm. And I'm good at doing that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm very, and I'm just really intense. You know, I, I will work daylight to dark. Like from the moment I, he, and he is very good at turning it off. Like he likes to have personal time, downtime, and he'll express that to me. And I'm like, I don't know how you can feel this way. Like there are so many things that we need to get done right now. And so that is one of, that's like our biggest challenge is he's- And over time, she's gotten better. You can tell that it's kind of rubbed off on her a little more. And I've gotten more motivated about show. certain things too. <laughs> we've kind of balanced each other a lot more the longer we've been together. So it's actually working out pretty well. <laughs> Working out pretty well, yeah, yeah. but yeah, we're that, still here. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, the biggest challenge is for me is just turning it off, and he he is good at turning it off. So, and, and with me, it's like once I've accomplished something, I'm done with it, and I'm like trying to do the next thing. And sometimes he's just like, calm down, you know, let's nurture this. Take a minute to celebrate your wins, right? Absolutely, and yeah. I don't do that. We don't yeah, do at that. all. I tell you that all hey. the time. Yeah. You and I have that. I don't, don't do I don't that. celebrate the win. Because I feel I like you. as soon as I celebrate a win, then it, then it could fail. You know, like, why celebrate it? We can still do better. Like, Thank I don't, you. <laughs> I mean, that's just. I mean, yeah, exactly. I don't know. So that's the struggle that I have. I get it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I get it. Our definition of win is very, very, very high. high. It's yeah. pretty close to perfection. Yeah, like. unattainability a little <laughs> yeah. bit. But then I feel like if I'm still reaching for the unattainable, then I'm gonna get something right in between. And, you know. I'm, I'm super fascinated by your by your fear of failure because it yeah. doesn't, because it's different than others because a lot of people's fear of failure keeps them from wanting to do anything. Mm -hmm. So they so they don't they just don't do it because they're afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. But you, you still do it. Yeah. Like but you don't want to fail. So right. like So then I just push. Yeah. Like I just keep pushing. Um, so that's cool that it doesn't stop you from doing it. No, it doesn't. Mm -mm. You feel at it? all. 
I mean, I think that's good. I agree. Because it helps balance me also. Because I do like my personal time. I like my personal space. But at the same time, she helps motivate me to take on other tasks that I probably wouldn't have taken on if it wasn't for her. So, it, like right. I said, it helps both of us. And Are you, you know, introverted or extroverted? Both. I'm kind of in the middle. Okay. Because I like my own time, but I'm also like to be out in the middle of people, too. It's and I'm confusing. actually pretty introverted. She's pretty that introverted. Is not true. It Seriously, really is. Time. Really? The perfect day for her would be sitting on the couch with our dogs, not talking to anybody. Yeah. Wow. But I think it's because I do so much. I am. When I'm out, I'm extroverted. Yeah. You know, so I'm putting so much energy out. You and I have a lot more in common than I thought. <laughs> so that when I'm, I'm not. I'm the same way. Yeah. When I have my time, I want it to be my time. Like yeah. somebody will call my phone and I'm like, no. You know, like this is not <laughs> my time, not yours. <laughs> like, I can. This is not a day that I'm talking to people. Mm-hmm. You know, so that is I. I have to have that time because after all, he he sees it. Like if I've been too engaged for too long, I start to kind of. Yeah, if you're doing Friday, Saturday, yeah, Sunday, Monday my is time. like recoup day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I could see that. Yep. I'm very much. It's interesting. I'm very much the same way. Like when I'm on when I'm on camera, when I'm on stage, when I'm on the microphone, I'm you know in a business networking setting mm-hmm. like dude i'm crushing it and i I'm feed like, off I of it. Am, yeah i i love it yes. i am like people would tell you that i'm a hundred percent extrovert mm-hmm. but no mm-hmm. like <laughs> like that i mean i love it don't get me wrong like i enjoy every second of it but i definitely like to get my chill time or, or like recoup just i agree yeah that's interesting mm-hmm. cool what else anything i have Allison, I thought you'd be more prepared. I know, <laughs> I know, right? I've, I've literally got asked yesterday afternoon about this for the record. I feel like there's so many things we yeah, can talk about, but well, I just don't know. And, and, and the truth is, like, we're already like getting getting to the hour. That's what I keep looking that, at. I'm like, kinda, oh, really? That's why I kind of want. Yeah, to, like, like I don't want to start a whole to you before we. Oh, I mean, yes, yeah, it, yes, it goes see. fast. Like, that's the thing. Like, a podcast will go super fast when it's like a very interesting story, and you start diving into these things. And and me, like, that's the thing when I have even with even with Mike and like like I. I can just keep talking, and so I, I try to like make sure I'm like pausing and 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 giving you guys an opportunity, and because I can just keep going. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, so so what's what's next? <laughs> I mean, you know, here here we are. Yeah, I mean, like so business wise, we're launching a new website. Cool. That will probably be out when this episode airs. It should be about that time. So that's pretty exciting. We've been working on that with our designer for like six months. So I'm excited to see that. Um, another exciting thing we have coming up, we're part of the first ever breast cancer gala that's gonna happen in October um, for at? the American Cancer Society. It's Here? gonna be at the new venue at Santa Fe River Ranch, Valley View, okay. in October. So stay tuned for that, we're really excited. Um, and then actually we're thinking about, we might be launching another company in 2020. What, can you talk about it? Uh, I know. It's in the early phase, yeah. but. So, like some, some niblets or something? <laughs> Piggybacking <laughs> off of your podcast that you released this week, the trades are down, and it's a terrible area right now because there's no electricians, there's no plumbers, there's no skilled people out there. Okay, so this episode, just to give everybody a heads up, the one that you were talk, talking about is with the, Mark Davidson yes. of Tech Toy Box. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. we're recording. June today's June fourteenth, um, so that released earlier this Monday, which was so what uh, we're so we may 10th. be launching a new company in the trade world as well. Okay, 
because we see a need and a need that needs to be filled and the resume is there with this one over here even though he keeps it on the DL um, to explore that further so cool That'll it's be exciting. another podcast episode. Yeah, so say we'll have to fight you guys back uh-huh. for that one. Give us a year or so. We'll see how bad the struggle is after this one starting, and then we'll go for that. I said I get bored easy and want to yes. do something, so. Very cool. So are you going to give us uh, the the intro? Are you ready the, to do this? <laughs> the intro as an outro. The intro I got as calm the as the episode went on. Yeah. I hope I didn't get boring. No. No. I thought it was great. Okay. I mean, I, like, I was on fire today. <laughs> yeah, so. no, that's why I was so confused. I thought, I didn't realize it was 9 o'clock already. I, I was like, why are you throwing it to me right now? We yes, still got, like, oh. Exactly. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, if you want have anything to ask, feel free to ask it. I mean... I mean, it, it, it threw me up. I know, that's what I'm saying. It goes by so fast. It does. How do you guys, I'm obviously asking for my own personal life. Yeah. I actually don't work with my husband anymore, but we used to work together, and I still, because I I still get all the NSRL stuff because mm-hmm. I'm here, and we go to dinner once a month and talk about both kinds. I know what you're about to ask. Are you going to say turn it off? Yeah, or? how? Like, don't. I don't. We don't. I, okay. I I'll don't be know honest. How. I can't. Like, when people sit and say, you know, we'll listen to podcasts with other couples, and they're like, we have time. We're at eight o'clock. We have our time together. We, no. That's how no. we say it? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we don't. Like, mm-hmm. we talk about our business and. 24 7. Yeah. Things that we want to do, things that we want to you know, accomplish all the time. If you love it, I think it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, agree. like a lot of people were just like, oh no, you know, like you really need to be able to turn it mm-hmm. off. And, but dude, it's so hard. It they, is. People and talk about hobbies or getting this or doing that. This, this is, is our hobby. hobby. Yeah, yeah, this is our yeah. career. This is our life. This is everything that we've put for I the mean, last seven years. And worst comes the worst. You always talk about nursing. Exactly. And, <laughs> and I get a fill <laughs> of that. Oh, and he so gets much. a what fill of that. Yeah. yeah. Right now, just nursing here. the business. Orchestrating launching another business, you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. There's yeah. lots to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. But it's you know, between all the different things we do, we talk about work and all the time. And I, I mean, it's worked for us. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say, you know, this that's you can't do that, it's exhausting, da 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 da. I, I feel like it's been fine. I agree. It keeps us balanced you know because you know that these are things that have to happen these are things you have to talk about so it's the things that drive us in life so it's we just baby. stay on it it's our yeah. baby yeah, so, exactly yeah. that's the only baby we're talking yeah, about <laughs> that's the baby we have and so you know you got to okay. nurture it yes yeah. and they very much are babies yeah yes. companies are like your little children um so i have one more question mm-hmm. you're my number one fan uh-huh You've listened to every episode. Yes. Okay. This is going to be the first episode for somebody. They're going to listen to this episode. It's going to oh, be the goodness. first one. And they want to know now, like, you're, what episode are we? 60 something? 60. 62. 63. 63. Okay. Your episode 63. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Just making sure. Uh, Somebody's, uh, somebody's listening, they're saying, okay, Lindsay, now I just found this podcast. It's the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> if I were to go back and listen to the other 62 episodes, have you listened to all of them too? For the most part. For the most part, okay. Yeah. Okay, out of these, out of the 62 episodes, which one would you go back and listen to? Like, what is, which has been your favorite so far? So, I already know what you, she's going to say. Really? <laughs> you yeah. know, oh, which one yeah. You guys know each other yeah. amazingly. This is incredible. I have to give it to Noel. To Noel Fox. Noel's podcast to me, like the value that he brought, the way that he thinks, 
Um, and he stood up the whole time. He did. His just his his outlook and the way he pushes and reinvents himself. You know, I'm like he's always looking for the next thing, and he really studies it and lives it and means it. And he doesn't accept no as an answer. Yes. For anything. Can you, uh, Genesis? Can you look and see what episode number that was? Yeah. It was kind of early. It was kind of early. Yeah. You know, in the earlier hmm. days ish. We'll, we'll try to get an episode summer. number. But it, yeah, he. I, I feel like he brought tons of value um, that could be used in so many different industries. Like you could apply industry that. Specific. Yeah. yeah. Right. You could apply that in anything you're trying to achieve. Yeah, and we really got into like resumes. Yeah. And exactly. Interesting yeah. stuff mm-hmm. in that episode. So I thought that he brought so much value and he has an engaging voice as well mm-hmm. so maybe a 30. episode 30 okay so yeah yeah we're at 63 mm-hmm. okay i highly recommend that one all right was there another one i really liked you the like big a top I- three or? yeah so i liked the big island bowls episode okay that was good that had a lot of energy too yeah because i they I, both had energy elio mm-hmm. yes. played the drums and like it was like yes I mean, he was all over i liked her story about when she basically went up against the machine in St. Augustine, mm-hmm. trying to get the food trucks in there and just going up against yep. all of that pressure and pushing through. And I really, Shout that resonated Kelly. with me. Yeah. Yep, Kelly from Big Island Bulls and yeah. Elio Piedra, yep. So, and uh, then third, I really liked the Tech Toolbox one. Yeah. Like all of that emphasis on trades and how important they are today and how lacking they are to find people that are capable and trained to be able to carry out the needs that we all need. We need electricians. We need plumbers. We need all that. Or yeah, none of this is going to work for any of us. Yeah. Um, I'm really passionate about that. Cool. Are your top three the same? I would. I would say textual box, Newell, and I'm trying to think of what the third would be. Too slow. I know. I don't know. Okay. So being a Georgia fan, I don't know his name, but the UF player that you interviewed a few weeks ago was actually a really good one. Was it uh, with Ahmad? Yes. yes. Ahmad Black? Yes. It was actually pretty good to meet. Yeah. Because it, it, was, it was real. It was raw. And I like that. In podcasts, sometimes they can get too formal. His was just raw. The yeah. whole time, it was just great interaction. Yeah, it was super raw. It was he, a great story He was really transparent. Too. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. guys, I'm telling you, if you get invited on the podcast, like the more transparent you get, like the more it resonates. The The episodes do better. I know. People, those are the ones that everybody talks about because it's yeah. like, it's just real. I yes. feel like I mean, we he got he, he really got into like football culture. Exactly. Like, I mean, yes. dude, you're like, I mean, it, I, and I'm like listening to it, I'm like, it's the same thing in a company. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's so interesting because, you know, we never intended on this podcast, this is why I love it, like, we never intended on this to go super entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've had children on the podcast. Right. We've had authors on the podcast. We've had football players on the podcast. You know, we've had other, we have other athletes even coming on the podcast. Like, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's been super interesting that it still leads, leans towards an entrepreneurial audience, even mm-hmm. though it was never the intention. Um, so, I mean, like, is there anybody that you guys think we should try to get on the podcast from? Oh. That would, maybe that's not entrepreneurial. That might. I, I would. I would still like to very much keep it a mix. Not really having a plan. I really don't like having a plan. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's just. That's like, funny you ask that hand because hand <laughs> there's many times I've said to you that person needs to be on Colin's podcast. Mm-hmm. But who? What was that? <laughs> I'm trying you don't to remember. think. 
We'll work on cliff notes and get them to you. Yeah, yeah, because there have been. There's been several people that I was like, you know what? That would be a perfect spotlight for Gainesville or, you know, just the the culture of the podcast. There's so many. A lot of people have said, uh, Colin, are you going to run out of people? And I'm like, no. no. I'm like, I mean, even think about it. Like, even if I did, like, even if I had you guys back in three years, yes. it's going to be super interesting to, see, to see the progress. Exactly. Like, yep. you know what I mean? So, like, um, I mean, I'm actually even looking forward to those days. I don't want to do those too soon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to, like, definitely get a lot of fresh blood, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in here and keep it keep it a solid mix. But I do, I think, the, like, whenever we decide to do follows, maybe at, like, year five, like, something crazy, five. right? Um, I think it'll be super, super interesting. It, actually, it'd be cool if we did, like, year five, we literally did all the same guests. Like in the, you know what I mean? For like, to, like in the same order, if we can even that'd make that, cool. that would be that would take a lot of work. But. Or do the most viewed or listened to podcast? Yeah, something like, like that. Like a specialty. The top ten. I mean, but it's even yeah. interesting, you know. And like, um, I don't even know if I talked about this, but you know, we had Kristen Coffee. Yeah, uh, on the ep- that was a good one. That, that, it was that, a good episode. Was, so I don't know if you if you remember, like I asked her, I was like, hey, do you mind telling us like how much money you're gonna make on Instagram yes. this year? And like, I always feel uncomfortable. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. you know. I, like I tell everybody on the episode, like we don't, want, I don't want to push too far, but uh-huh. I know like transparent, like and at the end of the day, like everybody who's watching, like if I invite you on the podcast and you end up saying something and you get too transparent, we can edit it. I mean, most of the episodes aren't not aren't they're not edited, um, but if somebody were to get a little too transparent, I was like, hey, you know, could we cut that out? That'd be fine. But you know, I asked her, I'm like, hey, would you mind me asking you mm-hmm. how much money you're gonna make on Instagram? And she said between eighty and a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Well, she messaged me like maybe a month ago and said, hey, remember when you were on the podcast and you asked me that question? And I was like, yeah. She's like, um, I've already hit it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, this was this was mid-May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn. I'm like, Dude, that's crazy, you know? And so, and like, even for me, just kind of getting those little emails or little, most of it's actually through Instagram direct message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, hey, I just want to give you a little update. And, and I love that because, you know, I'm building relationships with all you guys, which is like fantastic because I get to kind of learn from everybody's different businesses and yeah. being able to pull it into my own. Um, but, but man, it's, just, it's, it's fascinating. And doing this podcast has been fascinating. So, so thank you for being my number one fit. Well, I enjoy it. Num- are you number two? Oh, he's number two. He's not, he, you know, yeah. he has Lindsay's, to listen. Yeah, because of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's forced to listen. Because, you know, I'm gonna let that one slide because, because that is, this means a lot to me. So, so thank you. Which episode did I perform the best in? Oh, gosh. Can you even? Is there anything that I've said that you're just like, Colin, you should not have said that. That was stupid. I don't think so. I dropped so. an F-bomb twice a few weeks ago, and I actually, listening to that bad, something I, so I, I, I'm not a big curse, not a big cursor, but sometimes I just get in like these little moods or But modes again, it's and, authentic. Yeah, and but still like, I'm not, it's, I know, it's one of those things that I'm, I'm that. and I'm not, and I'm not proud of it. Right. And like, and the thing is like, I definitely, you know, I even have neighbors who have kids who listen to the podcast, right. and, I, and I think that so through, and I'm like, I'm like, ah, it's like I, I need to control that a little bit more, and 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 then even like the Christian business guy in me, I'm like, ah, that's not a good representation right. of who I want to be as a leader. Like, right. I need to clean that up, and uh, you know, but but sometimes it just it comes out, and you know, Lord forgive me, I apologize. Yeah. I think you're doing a great but, job. Cool. Yeah, but I haven't said anything too stupid. In I don't think all sixty no, episodes. Nothing that stands out to because, me. Because, like okay, you said, she's like you. She would have told me, and I don't yeah. remember saying. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. Like, <laughs> you know. It's instant. It's instant okay, at all times. If she ever tells you, Colin really yeah. said something stupid on the podcast today. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, let me know. I got you. Because, 
because I, 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 it's funny because you know you were talking about before the episode. You're like, you know, we just want to make sure that we can really bring value. And I'm like, don't stress because that's it. what like, I'm judging about. Right yeah, now. yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like don't worry about anything. it. It's gonna like, it's gonna be great. Like, I was like, if you start stressing about it, then you're gonna put too much pressure on yourself. Like, don't worry about it. Just let the conversation flow. And, and I think this podcast brought a lot of a lot of value. Um, but it's funny because I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm constantly thinking about that too. Like, yes. how am I gonna bring value? How am I gonna keep a good? You know, I'm I'm looking for guests. I'm trying to keep a solid mix of guests like I don't want it to be a startup podcast I don't mm-hmm. want it to be a veteran podcast I want it to be a good mix a good throughout the different industries and like and and not only entrepreneurs you know so I'm trying I'm and that takes a lot of work it does I mean it takes a lot of work just to try to like piece together a good a good flow so uh but anyway, thanks for being my number one fan. Of course. You're the best. I'm proud. All right, cool. So go ahead and give us the intro at the end of the episode. Okay, so. <laughs> Let's hear it. You it are listening to the WHOA GNV podcast, bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. <laughs> I like it. That was good. That was good. You have one? I don't. You want a, kara- I'm good. You want a karaoke gin mm, and juice? I'm good. I appreciate no? that. Yeah. <laughs> So, (laughs) now for real, now the final, final thing. Where can everybody find you? Where can they connect with Legacy Events nine (laughs) one (laughs) one? So, Instagram is probably where we're most active. And it's Um, Legacy Events one nineteen. Yes, one nineteen. Instagram, Facebook. I don't really do Twitter at all. Um, and then always our website, www.legacyevents119.com, and stay tuned because we will have, be rolling out a new one soon. Cool. Guys, thanks so much for coming on. Thank this you for having, having us. us. Yes, sir. Guys, this is the WHOA GNV Podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make it go, whoa. whoa. We will see you later. Bye. Gainesville, Fox today.